thankful to have another opportunity to be in the house of God. Amen. Amen. Thankful for another opportunity to worship Him. Yep. Praise Him. Yeah. 
taken care of she's already gonna do it so <laughs> 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 
It is so good to be in the house of God. And I know it's been a while since I've preached here, but it's not been a while since I've been able to come and be with you all a few different times. And that's exciting every time I get to come and visit with our our friends. I consider you all my friends. And uh, brother and sister Marshall, I love these people. And uh, I probably should call them more often. Life has a way of kind of doing stuff, but we've been able to converse over the phone here and there. And I told him the other day, I said, I need to make more time to get down here and fellowship more often because it is important that you keep people of like precious faith in your life. And I do love this man and the stand he's taken for truth and holiness and what he preaches. And uh, as a pastor and a minister, and Brother Marshall will understand this, you have to be very uh, intentional about who you fellowship. You have to be very intentional about who you fellowship. And uh, he'll understand that without me saying too much more. But uh, And I, I try to be intentional because this man has stood for things in the face of other things where there, it's not... It's not uh, cool yeah it's not the norm anymore it's not fashionable but i'll tell you it's still truth yeah and it's still right and it's still pure and that's what i love about him and uh, we've talked over the last few weeks just we've been able to have some conversations about things that uh, and unfortunately about where things are at in this world and the church world as well. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he said something that caught my attention. He said we need to immerse ourselves in the flow of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Yes. And something I've always said, we talk about wanting God to fill our vessel to be full. Yeah. But I pray, God, don't just fill my vessel. Let my vessel be immersed in the flow. Amen. Amen. And the reason that is, is because no matter how big your vessel is, if you're always immersed, if you're submerged into that flow, you will always be full. You will always be full. So if you just say, God, I don't want to just be full. I want to be submerged in you. Because if I'm submerged in you, I'm always going to be full of you. And that's what I want. And that's where it takes submission. Submission is the key. If you aren't living a submitted life, you're never going to live in the flow. Amen. And if you're living submitted, then you're going to be in the flow. Amen. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Amen. It feels good in here right now. Amen. I don't know what God has planned exactly, but I know He's got something special. It's explosive in this place. I'm telling you that. It's explosive. I don't know what she's got planned, but my wife can testify. And uh, before I get too too far forward here, she she better do her thing or I might be going. So. <laughs> she said, go ahead. But we're going to let her testify and sing, and, and we'll see where God takes us from here. Amen. It's so good to be here with all of you. Amen. Friends, family, I feel like. Amen. It's so good to see Brother Dan and Sister Dina, Brother Sister Marshall. Fantastic church family here. It's such an encouragement to be here to worship with you, to see what God is doing. And uh, the past few weeks I've been thinking about how life sometimes throws us curveballs. Yeah, right. um, we go through things that we're not expecting. 
And um, Paul tells us in Romans chapter 5 that tribulation brings patience and patience, endurance, and endurance, hope. Now there's a mathematical property that says if A equals B and B equals C, then A equals C. So therefore, if tribulation leads to patience and patience experience and experience hope, that means my tribulation is going to lead to hope. Everything that we walk through, if you will keep walking with God, like Sister Dina said, just hang on. Just keep walking because your tribulation is going to lead to hope. And if without Him, there's no other way to no other place to turn. If you turn from him, you're on your own. You gotta solve that problem all by yourself. And I don't want to do that. He is the great problem solver. He can fix it. Yes, he is. All we gotta do is just keep walking a day at a time. And if you know this song, feel free to sing it with me. Worship the Lord.
are going to bring growth in your life. If you don't go through affliction, you're not going to grow. I didn't say it would be easy. I didn't say it was going to be fun. But I did say that if you'll stick with Jesus, you're going to grow.
scripture 1st Samuel 17 and I just want to give honor to the man of God again I really do look up to brother Marshall not just as a friend but a, a man of God who has stood for things in the face of, of uh, opposition yep. and in this area we're at there's a lot of it and I'm thankful there is a strong man around that we can look to Amen. that is willing to stand for truth yeah. no matter what yeah. is around him. Yeah. And I say that with all of the respect and honor that I can say that. Oh, and Sister Marshall, I love you. Amen. I really do. Thank you. Sometimes I just want to come back there and dance with you a little bit. <laughs> man, she excites me. I know she's has trouble moving, but I tell you what, she worships more than some people I see that have two legs and stand on. Yeah, yeah. That's, right. that's right. His name. That's right. I feel divine direction in the Holy Ghost tonight. I really do. And I feel like before this service is over, I, I when I talked with Brother Marshall, he was asking me to preach, praying about it. And God just, wham, about two days later, he hit me with it. And what I was supposed to preach, 
And I was like, wow, that's, yeah. that's exciting. Amen. And I knew God was going to do something special. And God, the way God works with me, a lot of the time, He waits till the last second. Before he hits me with the message. I'm just saying, I don't know why that is for me. There's some guys, they, they know like weeks in advance or, you know, days in advance. Typically for me, the way it just works for me, it's not until about a day or, or a few hours. It seems like, God, I've been studying, praying, seeking, and all of a sudden you, you finally deal with me. And so this one, it was like, well, thank you, Lord, that you gave me a few days. Uh, but I'm telling you, it got me all excited over the last few days about what I was going to preach, Amen. unless God was going to change it up on me, and He didn't. Yeah. And I'm excited tonight Amen. for somebody in this place. Yes. I know He had mentioned it was a youth service, and I, I tried to gear it that way, but I feel this is going to be for everyone in this house Amen. tonight. Amen. I really do. I feel yes. that in the Holy Ghost. Yes. That if you can get this tonight, you're going to walk away with some victory. Yes. In Jesus' name. Amen. 1 Samuel chapter number 17, verse number 4. And there went out a champion out of the camp of the Philistines named Goliath of Gath, whose height was six cubits in a span. Skipping down to verse 10, I'll kind of try to move forward in this story for you, and then we'll, we'll, we'll let you be seated. And the Philistines said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man. And I want you to pay attention to that one phrase there because we're going to come back to it later on. But give me a man yep. that we may fight together. Yep. When Saul and all Israel heard those words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. I pray in the Holy Ghost that God will help me tonight. Yes, Brother Marshall, would you mind praying for this? Amen. Put your hand, O Lord, upon us. Put your hand, O God, upon your minister tonight, Lord. Quicken your word, O Father, to our hearing, O Lord. Send it forth, O God, that it can, amen, instill faith, O Lord, in us, O God. Let it have liberty, Lord. Give us insight, Lord. Give us wisdom, O God. Give us strength, O oh Lord, we pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, let it be done, Lord. And we thank you for it. Amen. In Jesus' name. You may be seated tonight. And thank you so much already for welcoming us. It feels good in this house. And I feel the liberty of the Holy Ghost. And whenever you go preach somewhere, that's important. Because I've been to a few places I really don't want to go back and preach. I'm just telling you, and Brother Marshall will attest to that. Yeah. There's just some places you just, well, you know, I don't really want to go back there. Yeah. But I really enjoy coming here. Awesome. In this passage, most of us in this house know it. If you don't, uh, later on, go home and read chapter 17 of 1 Samuel, and you'll, you'll, you'll feel the story. And I'll try to fill you in a little bit, but for the sake of time, I'm going to move forward pretty quick here. But in this story, we see uh, this man, a Philistine, which was uh, in opposition to the people of God. Yep. He was a man, part of a group of people that they, they disliked the Israelites. They yes. didn't like who they were. They didn't, he didn't like what they stood for. Yep. He didn't like the God that they served. Amen. He didn't like anything about them. Yep. All he cared about was to ravage them, destroy them. And cause havoc yes. in their life. Right. Yep. 
And so in this story, we see this man come out and he begins to, as the Bible say, defy yep. the armies of the yep. living God. Amen. Yep. And in that word defy, it means reproach or to defame or to even blaspheme. Yes. Oh, this man, he came out and he was beginning to blaspheme against the people of God and yes. to the God that they serve. Yes. He began to bring reproach upon the armies of the living God and yes. to bring uh, dismay against this people. Yes. I'm telling you, Satan, if you would, is one who will come against and he wants to defy the living God. He yes. wants to bring reproach upon the people yes. of God and he wants yes. to blaspheme the yes. name of God. Yes. That's right. Amen. That's what he wants to do. Yes. Amen. And tonight, for the next few minutes, I want to preach on this subject. It's time to kill Goliath. Yes. Amen. It's time Amen. to kill Goliath. Yes. There's some people in this house tonight. You might have had some things in your life you've been dealing with for days, for weeks, for months. For maybe years yeah. that you've been dealing with yeah. this Goliath yeah. in your yeah. life. Yeah. Some yeah. things that you felt like you can't overcome. Yeah. And I'm telling you, God has sent yeah. this young preacher tonight yeah. to let you know that yeah. it's time to bring Goliath yeah. down. That we serve a living God. Yeah. And he can try and defy the armies of the living God. Yeah. But we serve one who is greater. Yeah. We don't have to bow to Satan. We don't have to cower down to him. We don't have to take the back seat. And before it's over tonight, I pray that I'm going to give you some faith to believe that you can overcome whatever problem or situation or circumstance you've been dealing with in your life for years. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Oh, I feel a devil stumping mood tonight. I may not preach most of my notes, but I'm telling you, I come against Satan in this place tonight. He's been plaguing your mind. He's been plaguing your spirit. He'd like you to think you can't make it. That's right. That's right. I'm telling you, you serve a God who is greater than anything in this world. That's right. Devil would like to defy the living God. Well, I come into this place and defy everything that the devil is. Amen. That's right. Amen. In Acts chapter 1, it said that ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. If you've got the Holy Ghost tonight, you've got all the power you need to come and defy against the living there will come a point where he won't be living anymore. Yeah. The territory that he's taken in your life is about to be taken back by you. It's time for Goliath to come down. He may have felt like he's looming large in your life. But the Bible says that God is greater. That's right. God is great. Jesus. In verse 11 of that chapter, he said, When Saul and all Israel heard those words of the Philistine, 
they were dismayed and greatly afraid. That word dismayed means shattered, broken, terrified, shaken with fear. Yep. Ooh, the Holy Ghost. Every person that comes to God comes with a life that's shattered yes. and broken yes. and bruised. Yes. And you might be shaken with fear at yes. times yes. from what you had to see in your life. Amen. But I'm telling you, when you walk into the presence of an almighty God, anything is possible. With men, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. So you may have walked into this place tonight with a situation and you feel like it's impossible. But there's a God that has stepped into this house and said it is possible. When you get the power of the Holy Ghost, oh. it gives you everything you need to live for God. Yes. That's why you need to get submerged yes. in that flow. Yes. Not Amen. just be full, but be submerged in it. Yes. I'm telling you, get it every day. Yes. Submit every day. Woo. Tell God I'm here yes. right now. I'm giving yes. it all to you one more time. You know, when God asks you for everything, he doesn't just want your good. Right. Yeah. The problem is we come with a preconceived idea that God, uh, uh, this is what I got, and this is the good parts, and here you go, because this is what you can use. But the thing about it is, is God saying, no, I want everything. I want the good. I want the bad. I want the ugly. I want it all. Pour it out right there. Cast it all on me. Give it all to me. Because once I have it, it's none of yours anymore. And you just walk in me. You just walk in the spirit. You just do what I say. You just submit to me and I will. Because when you give him the bad too, it's no longer yours to worry about. The problem is we still want to hold on to the bad thing. Oh, this is who I am. This is what I'll be. No, 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 no. Let God define you.
the enemy to find who you are, where you're at, where you're going to walk, who you're going to be, where you're going to go. Amen. Let God define you. Let him tell you who you are. Amen. Amen. And he said you're victorious. Yes. He said you can do. You can do. That's right. Do what? Whatever he asks you to do. Amen. Yes. That's right. Can't get past it. Yeah, I may not preach what I've got, but I'm going to preach what God gives me. Yes, do it. Amen. Come with me. I don't know how to stay in my notes because I just follow the Holy Ghost. Yes. It's there for reference point only. Amen. Come out. But I know I'm hitting stuff in the Spirit. Right yes. Hallelujah. Holy Ghost. Amen. The way I was taught, you just go after that. Yeah. <laughs> So we're going to go after that. Yeah. Because before it's over, there shouldn't be one spirit That's in this place yeah. besides yeah. the Holy Ghost. I said there shouldn't be one spirit in this place besides the Holy Ghost. God's going to help me. Eighty times, eighty times this Philistine came out to defy the armies of the living God. Forty days, twice a day. Yeah. Brother Smith, that's how I feel like my life is right now. Yeah. The enemy has come against me, and I've spent countless times. Yeah. I've lost track. Yeah. I can't. But counted anymore. Yep. It's been so many times. God is still greater. Yes. Yes. I said God yes. is still yes. greater. Yes. Yes. I'm going to come against that. And I'm going to break it before this service is out. Yes. Yes. telling you the devil... The way he fights, number one, your flesh is your own worst enemy. It's the biggest battle you're going to face. And the devil just uses your flesh. And your mind is the biggest tool that the devil uses to fight the battle. Because he knows if he can win the battle of your mind, he's won the battle. Period. He don't have to do anything else. So... Amen. Amen. So we need to get rid of that stinking thinking. Yeah. I said we need to get rid of that stinking Amen. thinking. Yeah. 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 You know how you know when the devil's lying? When he's talking. Because yeah. 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 there ain't nothing yeah. that comes out of his mouth. Right. It's true. That's right. He's the father of lies, the Bible says. And there is no truth in him, the Bible says. That's right. So anytime that you're thinking doesn't line up with the word of God, you know who's talking to you? The devil. Because it ain't God. Because his word is truth. And so anytime the word of God doesn't line up with your thinking, that means it's the devil. And he's lying to you. Eighty times 
this Philistine comes out and presents himself to the armies of the living God. They should have had enough in them to know and believe from all the past that God would deliver that man and that army into their hand. The problem was, all they could see was this looming giant in their life and they forgot about this almighty, powerful God. That's right. I said almighty. The devil don't have all might. Sometimes we lie to ourselves and say that he's got more power than he really has. You let the devil have more power than he really has. You give him more credit than he deserves. Why don't you start giving your problem to God and let him show himself strong because he is the almighty God. Verse 24 through 26, and all the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him and were sore afraid. This is now down past chapter 17. Now that this is past verse 10 and 11. Yeah. Right? We see that Saul and all Israel heard those words and they were dismayed and greatly afraid. And now all the men of Israel are fleeing from this man. Whom they should have been able to stand up and defy. Yes. Yeah. Right. Amen. Yeah. Yes. Amen. Amen. That's right. But they couldn't see past the problem. Right. They couldn't see past what was there. Uh-huh. They couldn't see past this hulking giant. And remember the promise of God. That he would bring them into the land. Of promise Amen. and deliver it into their hand. Yes. Amen. Amen. How many of you have had promises from God? Yes. Amen. Amen. Have all of them come to pass yet? Amen. Why not? And sometimes the devil would like to lie to you and tell you, oh. This got promised and that got promised and, and God told you this and God told you that and, and where is he at? Yeah. 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 He promised revival and, and he said this and, and yeah. Yeah. Amen. You just believe. Yeah. And you just walk in faith. Yeah. And you just know that the promises of God are yea and amen. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. The men of Israel said, have you seen this man that has come up? Folks, he was just a man. Right. He was just a little bit bigger than they were. Yep. They had an almighty God on their side. Yeah, that's right. They couldn't remember that. Wow. Wow. Surely to defy Israel is he come up. Yep. And it shall be that the man who killeth him, the king will enrich with great riches and will give him his daughter and make his father's house free in Israel. Yeah. It's pretty sad that the king had to give reward for anybody to go out yeah. to fight yeah. this man yeah. who was bringing right. blasphemy yeah. and dismay yeah. and shame upon the armies of Israel. Should have been done just because he was bringing reproach upon the people of God. David spake to the men 
that stood by him saying, What shall be done to the man that killeth this Philistine? Mm -hmm. And taketh away the reproach from Israel. Yeah. For who is this uncircumcised Philistine yeah. that yeah. he should defy the armies yeah. of the living God? Yeah. Let me just say it like this. Who or what is this circumstance or problem or situation that you faced in your life that it should defy the living God? I come against that today, right now in this place. I come against anything that would depress or bring anxiety and fear against the people of God. I defy it in the name of Jesus Christ in this place right now. There is nothing in this house or in this world that should be able to stand up against the Almighty God. Yes. Amen. 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 And so in their mind, have you seen this Goliath? Have you seen this beast? This monster of a man? This thing? This problem? This I can't look past anything else but this? Yeah. And God's saying, if you can just remove just a little bit. And look past. Greater is he that is in you. I said greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater is he than all your problems. Greater is he than all your depression. Greater is he than all your fear. Greater is he than all the abuse that you've taken in your life. Greater is he than all of the sexual things you've had to deal with in your life. I said greater. How can you preach that, preacher? Because I've experienced it in my own life. And in fact, I'm walking through it right now. You only knew the story that I'm walking right now. But I know there's still a God that is greater than any trial, greater than any problem, greater than anything that can face you in life. That fiery trial, that fiery trial that you go through, it's just a fire to help cleanse you and purify you. And when you come out, you're going to be purer than you were before. You're going to be more precious than you were before. You're going to be more valuable than you were before. I want you to listen to this preacher right now. I'm telling you. The fiery trial when you go through it he says that it's like the fire that cleanses and purifies the silver and gold yeah. the bible said that you are a peculiar treasure that Amen. means you're precious in the eyes That's of god yeah. and so when he takes you through the fire he's just cleansing you a little more yeah. why so that you're yeah. a little more purified and to yeah. him you become more precious because that gold now has less impurity. Yeah. And you have less impurity. Yeah. And so you're purer than you were before. And therefore, you're more precious and valuable to God. So your fiery trial is not to harm you. It's not to kill you. It's just to make you more precious and valuable in the eyes of God.
So why do we let affliction be the thing that gets in our way and causes us problems? Bring on the affliction, devil. I'm just going to be more valuable when it's over. I'm going to be more precious when it's over. Bring on the child, devil. Bring whatever you've got. i got an almighty God who's more valuable to me than anything in this world. And he will bring me through the fire again. As the Hebrew boy said, he can bring us through the fire. But if he does not, he's still God. And he's still pure. And he's still right. And he's still holy. And he's still all powerful. So bring me to the fire. Bring me to the trial. Bring me to the affliction. And if my God does not deliver me from Amen. here, he will deliver me in there. Yes. Because I've got a mansion waiting. And I've got a treasure waiting. And I've got a home waiting on the other side. Stop looking at your trial as the monster and beast. But look at it as just another opportunity to let God purify you and make you more valuable than you were before. Folks, it's time to kill Goliath. Yes. 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 I'll skip some things here. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. I feel the Holy Ghost. Can we just reach out to the Holy Ghost right now? Hallelujah. The Lord let it catch fire tonight. Let somebody get their victory tonight, God. Let somebody find their Holy Ghost power tonight, Lord. There's deliverance in this house. Hallelujah! I said there's deliverance in this house tonight. There's healing in this house tonight. Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah! Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Somebody's going to get something tonight. I told you it was explosive in this house. If the devil ain't already on the run, he better be here a little bit. First Samuel. Chapter 17, verse 33, Saul says to David, Thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him. Thou art not able. For thou art but a youth. Now, I did not pick this verse because this was the youth service. This is what God gave me. Yeah. But if there's some youth in this place tonight feeling like you can't make it. Come out. And that this world is too strong for you. 
And there's too many things that are coming against you. Where sin did abound. Grace did much, 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 much more. I had time, I'd show you through the theme of the Word of God and through Paul's writing that grace equals the Holy Ghost. Yes, that's right. If we read through it, and I don't have time to go through it, but your grace is the Holy Ghost. Well, guess what? If sin did abound, grace did much more. That means there's more Holy Ghost than there ever was. There may be more sin in the world, but there's more Holy Ghost in the world. You just got to get submerged into that Holy Ghost flow and say, devil, bring it on. I'm going to fight you till the day I die or till the day I get up to glory. Thou art not able to go up against him. Amen. You're a youth and he a man of war from his youth. Well, guess what? I know the one who is the warrior. That's yeah. right. Yes. I know the one who is the overcoming king. Yes. Amen. Yes. And yes. the Bible says that he will teach you all things. Yes. So I may be but a youth yes. and I may never bend no heart. Yes. But when I get the sword in my hand, God said, you know what? I'll teach your hand to yes. war. I'm going to teach it to fight. Yes. So go ahead, Goliath. Yes. You might have been fighting a long time. That there's a God that's been fighting longer than you were ever alive. Hallelujah, right. Lord. Folks, I'm just preaching the word of God. That's the beautiful thing about preaching truth. You don't have to worry about gimmicks. You don't have to worry about show. You can just preach the pure, unadulterated word of God because it's still powerful and it's still alive and it's still relevant. Sadly enough, young person, I want to tell you something. Sometimes the biggest lies that you'll ever face are from the very ones that should be on your side. That's right. Saul was supposed to be the leadership in David's life. He was supposed to be the one leading him. He was supposed to be the one leading the charge. And I'm not saying that about this man, but sometimes the people that you look to, maybe it's your parents and they're not living for God. Maybe it's your grandparents. I don't know the situations here in this house, but I'm telling you, sometimes the ones that tell you the biggest lie are the ones that are supposed to be leading you. I'm telling you, look to your father in heaven above and let him lead the charge and be your instructor. I don't need to preach the fancy words. Nope. I just need to preach the word of God. Yeah. And you know what? There is a father above yep. who is the best educator of them all. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Let Amen. him be the one to instruct your mind, Amen. your heart. Amen. They may be telling you, you can't, you can't, you can't, yep. you can't. Yep. 
This is the way our family's been for generations. Yep. This is how it's been. Yep. This is something that's in our DNA. This Come is out. what's in our genetic code. Come I, I'm preaching so off on my notes right now, but I know I'm in the Holy yep. Ghost. You know what? There's one. He is the Father above. And when you get the Holy Ghost, you get a whole new DNA. Yeah. 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 I said a whole new yeah. DNA. Yeah. When you were baptized with the Holy Ghost, yeah. and you were baptized yeah. with the fire of God. He said these both. All things become new. You are a new creature in Christ. All things are passed. Right now. Come on. Amen. But I'm fighting them. Yep. And that old liar, 
Yeah. He's going to have to flee. Yeah. Yeah. Resist the devil. Yes. You know how to resist. Yep. Submit. Yep. Amen. When you submit to God. Yeah. The problem is some of you haven't submitted to God yet. Come on. That's right. You haven't submitted it to God yet. Come on. But if you'll submit it to God, yes. then you will resist the devil. Yes. And the, the Bible says that when you resist the devil, he will flee. Yes. Amen. He's only scared of you whenever you submit. Yeah. Right. Do you know why? Because the only way that God's protection and provision can be on your life is when you're submitted yeah. to him. Yes. That's, right. That's right. Amen. Amen. Because you cannot be underneath him right. yeah. when you are not submitted. That's right. yeah. He is the head. Yeah. And if you are not submitted, that means you're not underneath the head. Come on. That's right. Yeah. And so the devil's having a heyday in your life. But the moment you decide to submit, I'm telling you, Amen. it's going to be amazing what you can do. Some of you might be saying, well, what all did Pastor tell him? He didn't tell me one thing. That's right. That's right. That's right. I'm just telling you that right now. We did not talk about anything that was going on in this church. Thank God, because I can walk in here with a clear mind and preach exactly what I want to preach in the Holy Ghost. And so if you feel like you're on blast right now, it's because the Holy Ghost is targeting you. You say, Brother Smith, why do you feel so bold? You can ask my wife, when I get behind the pulpit and the Holy Ghost is on me, Yeah, I'm not letting no devil have his way in a church service. I don't have enough church services to make one a wasteful one. I'm going to make the most of every service we're going to be in. And if I'm not, then I'm walking out the door and go do something else. And if you want to come in and have petty cake church, then don't have me come preach. But if you want to have a move of God, I gotta hurry up. Jesus. Jesus. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. Have your way. Have your way. Somebody can get refilled with the Holy Ghost. And whenever they do, if they'll give it to God. All of that past is just going to go right out the window. The devil, he tried to bring your stuff out from under the blood. I'm telling you, he's going to make himself a problem. Because God doesn't agree with that. That makes God angry. You can't cross the bloodline, my friend. And you start delving into that. Or anybody else starts trying to do that in your life. They better watch out because... God doesn't appreciate whenever you start trying to pull things out from under the blood. Yes. Yes. I feel this in the Holy Ghost. I know why I keep focusing on the past. Because I feel like somebody is dealing with that right now. And they've got to get to the point where they believe that God truly has and can forgive them. Whether it's now or back then. The problem is sometimes you can't forget your, forgive yourself for the things you've done. I'm telling you, Jesus is faithful and just to forgive your sins when you truly repent. 
Joshua will attest to this. I am not one to advocate to go in sin. But I am telling you, when you stumble and fall, or even if there are times where you cause iniquity, what is iniquity? It's whenever you willingly and knowingly miss the mark, okay? Meaning sin is where you stumble. Iniquity is where you make up your mind, I'm going to do this whether it's right or wrong. And God still can forgive all of it. When you come to God with a clear mind and say, you know what, God, I'm giving it to you. I know I've created a mess in my life. And I've done some things that have created messes in other people's lives because of the way I've lived. But God, I need you to forgive me. And I want to go right. I want to live pure. I want to be holy. When that old devil tries to come back around. And he begins to try to dangle that old thing right in your face. And say, well, well, you can't be used because of this. And you can't be used because of that. And you see this past thing? Well, are you sure that God can use you in that way? Oh, you can't preach because, because, because. What did I say earlier? If it don't align with the word of God, then it's a lie. David said, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. Brother Rich, do you have enough strength to come up front for a minute? Come on. All right. Hey, bud, come here. I need you for a minute. Amen. I've got to wrap this up quick. I still got three pages of notes. <laughs> and I ain't getting to them all. I promise you that. Amen. Brothers and sisters, Amen. David committed some atrocious sins in his life. We don't have time to go into them all, but hopefully enough that you know the backstories of his life. And yet God still would say that he was a man after his own heart. Go all the way to the book of Revelation. He would still say, I am the root and the offspring of who? David. Even after all of that, God, and you're still saying that you would still be in his bloodline? That's right. And after all of that, David, if he wasn't careful, he could go back and look at his life and say, oh my God, look at the things that I've done. I messed up with the counting of the people and I messed up with Bathsheba and I messed up with lying and cheating and killing old Uriah the Hittite who was nothing but righteous and pure in the eyes of God. But David, he came to a pure and clear understanding. And for just a minute, I want you two to follow me. As he would continue to walk in his life. And surely enough at times. There would be a propensity. To want to look back. And yes I used two big guys. Because this is the purpose. <laughs> the things that he had sent out were very big. He should have died twice. 
yeah. under the law. Yeah. And God reached. If you would, God is timeless. He doesn't have a past, present, and future. But in our timeline, he can reach into the future for mercy and bring it into the time of David and say, David, I'm going to give you mercy. And so when David would want to go look back in his life at the past things and the daily things that would look back at him, oh, he would see our surely goodness and mercy shall follow me, shall follow me, shall follow me, shall follow me. I said, goodness yes. and mercy. And then he would go on to say, yes. that I would dwell in the house of the Lord yes. all the days of my life. Why? Because he knew it was in the house of the Lord that he found goodness and mercy. Yes. Yes. It's only in the house of God where you're going to find goodness and mercy. And it's where your past will continually be erased. And you will no longer be able to see the things that you did yes. and what you were. Tonight it's time to kill your Goliath. It's time to kill your Goliath. Just as David would come against him with a sling and a stone. And when he popped that thing in the head, he said, no, it ain't done yet. I'm going to get my sword or the sword of the Philistine. And I'm going to grab it and I'm going to chop its head off. Yes. Amen. And you realize there's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. I don't have time to go through the rest of the notes, but I really do want to come against some of this right here real quick. And use the name of the Lord in this to realize how powerful the name of God is. Because in, in that same chapter... Verses 45 to 47, he said, Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and a spear and a shield, but I come to thee in the name of yes. the Lord, in the name of the Lord, opposed to God of the yes. armies of Israel, whom thou defiest, whom you want to bring reproach against. You're trying to bring reproach against God. You're trying to blaspheme the name of God. And I come against that right now in the name of the Lord. Why is that important, preacher? Because he said, this day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand. And I will smite thee and take thine head from thee. And I will give the carcasses of the host to the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth. And that the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Amen. Not only did he say you would deliver just that problem into his hand, but he would give the host of the Philistines. Yep. My friend, when you get the Holy Ghost, not Boom. only is your problem in your hand, now it's the rest of everything else that you may deal with in life. Yes. The host Woo. of it. Amen. Hallelujah. I pray I'm preaching revelation tonight. Amen. Verse 47 
And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with the sword and spear, for the Lord, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. God already did it. His word already said so. So whatever your problem is, you just got to give it to God. You've got to allow him to fight the battle. It's time to kill Goliath. So I want to go to Exodus chapter 15 verse 3 real quick. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. I love that verse. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Don't tell me that my God is a, a feminine, uh, some Jesus with long hair. My God is a man of war. And he's willing to stand up and fight when the fight needs to be done. Yeah. Oh, I know he's full of compassion. When the enemy comes in, <laughs> like a flood, the Lord. I didn't say when the enemy comes in like a flood. I know that's how the Bible says it, but I think they got the comma wrong, yep. Brother Marshall. Yeah, they did. <laughs> when the enemy comes in, like a flood, right. God shall lift up a standard. That's yeah. right. Amen. That's right. Amen. 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 Why? Because he wants the enemy to know. You ain't coming in on my people like that. Come out. Not without repercussion. Come out. I'm a man of war. Yeah. I stand by my word. Yeah. I stand by my people. Any of you men here are gonna just let your wife get slapped around Come out. by anybody else? Come out. I don't slap my wife around. None of you better do it either. Yeah. All right. And if you're letting somebody else do it, you're really in trouble. Yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Why you say that? Because God isn't gonna just let the enemy come slap his wife around. Now without the percussion. He's a man of war. He's the Almighty God. He doesn't appreciate it. So what is the primary weapon of God? It's his name. Yes. I said the primary weapon of God is his name. When he had nothing else to swear by, he swear by his name. I swear by myself, he said. And there's a whole nother lesson in that that we talk about. The Shabbat, the rest. This is the rest. What is that? The name. The Holy Ghost. There's so many messages we can preach. A branch of dog over this. Come out. And hopefully you've heard your pastor preach on that, I'm sure. I swear by myself, he said. Yeah. I swear by my name. Yeah. Why? Because it was the only thing that he knew yeah. he had power to swear yeah. by. Yeah. Come out. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. Yeah. If you can't get excited about preaching about Jesus' name, I don't know what else you want to get excited about. That's why David used the name. I come to you against the name. The Lord of hosts. The Lord is a man of war. And he's going to teach my head to war right now, buddy. You may have been a war in all your life. But right now you're going to die. And I'm going to feed your carcass to the fowls of the air and the beasts of the field. You know why he used that? 
because it was a curse to the Philistines. Right. And that's in a whole other lesson again. Right. If you study the word of God, it gets fascinating. That's right. Yeah. So God is still waging war on the devil. He still is. And I don't care what the name of your Goliath is. I said I don't care what the name of your Goliath is. Today it's time to kill your Goliath. Today it's time to kill your Goliath. How do I do that? Come against it in the name of the Lord of hosts. Amen. Amen. That is our greatest weapon. It's the name of Jesus. It's the name of Jesus. Demons have to flee at the name. Healing has to happen in the name. Salvation has to happen in the name. Oh, preacher, I've been dealing with the spirit of rebellion for years. Then you better come against it in the name of Jesus Christ. You better lay it down at the altar in the name of Jesus Christ. It's not too big. It's not too great. It's head's not too large. That's right. Amen. Mental illness. I said mental illness. That's right. In our day and age, we want to try to take a pill yeah. 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 to help satiate the Come mental out. illness. Amen. I'm going to start walking pews now. I said we're trying to take the name, and we don't believe it sometimes. And we want to do a pill and take a pill to say, well, this will help my depression. This will help my anxiety. This will help my fear. I'm telling you, sometimes, all the time, the only thing that you need is the name of Jesus Christ to come against your depression and your fear. God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I said, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power. You know what it's all about? It's called the power of choice. And God gave it into your hand. I don't believe that preacher. I'm going to prove it to you. When the demoniac of Gadara, who was full of devils, not just one, not just two, we really don't know how many. But if his name was Legion, and we know that in the Roman Legion there was about 5,000 men in a group called the Legion. There was possibly up to 5,000 spirits living in that man. But when it came to the power of choice, and all them spirits were still trying to fight him, there was nothing that could stop him from running to Jesus. And saying, God, have mercy, I need deliverance. I don't care what spirit you're battling 
right now. If you want deliverance, it's all a matter of choice. And if you'll let God do it, he'll let his name do it. I'm telling you, there will be deliverance in Jesus' name. Because not all the power of hell can't stop you. If you really want deliverance and you want power in the name of Jesus, I'm telling you, you can find it. It's all the power of choice. And that's what scares the devil. He wants to lie to you so much so you don't make the choice. And tell you you can't. Because he knows once you make the choice, it's over for him. He no longer has control. He no longer has a hold on you. Glory, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Mark 5, but when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him. Come on. Full of devils. And still, how want deliverance. You want deliverance. Amen. All right, let's stay. If I don't do that, I'm not going to end. Thank you, Lord. I've got one thing left I want to tell you. David understood the power that he had in his hand. Part of me wishes I had a slingshot right now. And I don't know how to use one like this, but I'll tell you, I know how to use one like that. Yeah. I do. Just ask some cats around here. I need <laughs> in Jesus name. Maybe it was squirrels, I don't know. Maybe I got it mixed up. <laughs> I don't want to lose what we got in here. Amen. But David understood the power that he had in his hand. And I'm not just talking about the actual sling and stone. But I'm telling you, the Word of God has some interesting parallels when it comes to it. Because he had a sling, but he also had a stone. Yes, stone. And you're a living stone. You're a living stone. Jesus. And I'm telling you, he may not have understood the name of Jesus, but he understood the name of the Lord. And so what was he doing? He wasn't necessarily wielding a slingshot with a stone in it, but he had the power of the name of the Lord in his hand. And what you have, if you would, in your hand is the power of the name of Jesus. It's the power by which you can wield that stone. Not just anywhere you please. Not just any way you want. Not just doing it however you want to do it. No, you've got to do it under how God says it. Yeah. But yeah. when you do it the way he said, and you're submerged in a flow, yeah. every enemy in hell has to flee. Yeah. Yeah. It's time for Goliath to die. Yeah. You know why? Because Jesus is still our rock. That's right. He's still our defense. Yeah. David would say that he is my rock. Yes. 
He is my fortress. Yes. He is my defense. Yes. He is my strong tower. Yes. Well, I'm telling you today, yes. Jesus is still all of those things yes. and more. Yes. He was the stone that the builders rejected. Amen. He has become the chief yes. cornerstone. Amen. That's right. What is that? When you look at history, it's the piece of the foundation where they begin to lay the building. The church is that building, my friend. And you are a part of the church. And you are built on the chief cornerstone. And because the devil was not willing to fall on that rock, that rock fell on him and thrown him to power. The foundation is upon this rock that I will build my church. And guess what? The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So why do you let the devil plague you? That's what I've been preaching all night. It's time for Goliath to die. Amen. You gotta do that. By wielding the stone. Yeah. Under submission. Yeah. Hallelujah. And because why? Acts 4.12. And if you can't quote it, you need to learn it so you can. Yes. Neither yes. is there salvation in any other. Any other what? Any other name. That's right. You can't do it in titles. You can't do it in Buddha. You can't do it in Allah. You can't do it in Muhammad. You can't do it in any other name. You gotta do it in the name of Jesus. And if you don't do it in the name of Jesus, it ain't gonna work. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men. Given among men. Given among men. Whereby we must be saved. Hallelujah. So. Remember I said Thank you. way back verse number 10 when that Philistine said I defy the armies of Israel this day give me a man. Yep. I said that on purpose. <laughs> Again every demon in hell defies the name of Jesus. It brings it wants to bring reproach on the name of Jesus. Yep. It wants to blaspheme the name of Jesus. It wants to deny the name of Jesus. And Goliath, you want a man to fight you? We're going to give you a man. And that man was Jesus Christ. He was the man. And he came to the earth. He was born. He lived. He died. But he didn't just die. He rose again with all power in his hand. He could say, neither is there salvation in any other because he gave himself the keys of the kingdom of death, hell, and the grave. He fought that battle in hell. He was the man. And I'm telling you today, there ain't no demon in hell or no spirit here that can raise its ugly head as Goliath in your life. That can come and he may say, give me a man. You just call him Jesus. 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 So right now, that's what we're going to do. This altar's open. And those of you who've been dealing with things for many days, for many years, it's time for you to say, you know what? It's time to kill Goliath. 
It's time to find deliverance. Yeah. Is there anybody here saying, God, I need deliverance today? I need something to help me today. This altar's open as we want to begin to gather around and say, God, I need help today. I need strength today. Hallelujah, this altar's open. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, anybody?